a Veronica Mars book I read. Uh, yeah, we're totally not recording this again. No, this is the for first, the first time. time. See, you told me not to be too fake. I'm not, am I, Nick? You're not being fake at all. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Welcome out to the good, the bad. You know what? Why? You know, after further thinking, I did this the last time in the intro before the battery died and didn't record mm-hmm. anything. I still don't know what number episode of the good, the bad, and the geeky. Doesn't started. matter. But it doesn't matter. You know what? Like I lies. said earlier, yes. it is your, as the listener's, responsibility, responsibility to know what number, because you saw it on screen right before you You know what? Play. We break our backs every day. Maybe we Every day? Every day to bring you the best podcast. Every day, once a week, for an hour. <laughs> that we break our backs, bringing you the best podcast that you'll maybe hear a few days after it goes up. Or weeks and, or months or, or years. Or weeks or months or years. Or, or in aliens future. in the future discovering the remains of mankind. And this is the thing, this is the bastion of hope of civilization. This, this is podcast. the record that defines what humanity was doing in the 2014 era. Fuck man, that's deep. Man, if that if this is what they have as a historical record, I feel so bad for those people. Why? We're cultured motherfuckers. Mm. You have you have a Jesus painting but of Battlestar Galactica instead. It's uh, Battlestar Galactica Last, Last Supper. Supper. Huge yeah. and framed and right. very people, people out there can't hear that, but the fact that they or they can't see it because they're hearing it, mm-hmm. but they heard us say it mm-hmm. and they know. And it's a huge poster. It is a huge poster, isn't that? And it's really call, nicely professionally honest, I don't consider it a poster. I consider it a classy a print. A oh. print. It is a print. It is a print. It's a classy print. A classy picture. It is. And uh, so, It's yeah. very classy, like our sponsors. Like our sponsors, <laughs> Packrat Comics. Packratcomics.com. Fun, family, uh, not family. 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 Uh, T-Mobile's going to sue you, dude. I know. Um, you can't uh, say family. It's copyright. You know, uh, my girlfriend's best friend, they call their little group family. So when those ads started hearing, they got really pissed because they're like, no no joke. I've They got pissed because they were one of 9,000 million people to come up with that term? Well, that they were making money off it. Because in my defense, I had not seen that phrase mm-hmm. before. Until I, I'd heard it before. No, I haven't. So I thought, I was like, like uh, granted, they didn't, have a, they didn't have a case in the world, but I'm not right. going to say that. I was just going to like... I was like, well, you, I I didn't hear it before until I met you people, so, okay. Anyway, point is, friends, family, family, whatever you want to call them, they're a great, great spot for comic books. At board games, they have a board game section of Packrat, too. It's really cool. Check them out. And PackratComics.com. And also, we're sponsored by Audible.com. Audible Trial, I'm sorry, AudibleTrial.com forward slash GoodBadGeeky. 14-day free trial with over 100,000 titles to choose from, such as... The Casual Vacancy. That was a pretty good book. I'm almost done reading it. You oh. fucker. You fucked with me. You <laughs> fucked with me. You said you're going to talk about Veronica. No, we we talked about both. We talked about, okay, you know what? Yes, The Casual Vacancy and Veronica Mars. Yeah. Which I, I am very excited. And Kristen Bell does the Veronica Mars one. And you know what? Um, in my mind, Stephen Fry does the Casual Vacancy one because he fucking does I don't think all good he books. Does, he, no, he doesn't. But in Stephen my Fry, mind. Stephen Fry is on 24 now. What's that? Stephen Fry's on 24 now. What? You didn't know? He's the Prime Minister of England. And it's set in London. So we should have a lot of Stephen Fry this season on 24. That's awesome. Yeah. That's totally awesome because when I think of Stephen Fry, I think of anything. No matter how shitty he is, instantly better. And I, I'm not so saying So you're 24. saying 24 is shitty? No, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's how... Okay, he's the Prime Minister, and the villain that they introduced in the first episode is Michelle Fairley from Game of Thrones. Cat. 
The mu- Mrs. Stark. Oh! She's been on Suits. Yes, okay. She's the villain of 24 now. All right. Okay, I follow you now. I follow you now. Because uh, J.D. Davis dropped out. And you can check out all your reviews at... JeromeWetzel.com Dot com. Oh, I'm sad again. Damn it. Anyway... So uh, I will never say that there, com there, there, there's there's a hole, hole in, in my, my there's a hole in my sponsor like heart. Me too. Um, that can only be filled by alcohol, which is why I've become an alcoholic. Wait, you know what? Cheers to that. <laughs> so uh, I was gonna join AA, but it's for quitters. That is true. That's a Nathan joke, and it's very distasteful. That I just insulted a lot of really good people who worked hard to put their lives back on track. And, and you know what? God bless you, sir. Because, you know what? Being that this is the bastion of mm-hmm. civilization today, uh-huh. there you have it, people. And uh, we That talk- even dicks who curse too much have compassion for their fellow man. And you know what? What's sad is that this is the darkest timeline. Is it? It is the darkest. The darkest timeline where we were all destroyed by an asteroid? Like, because it's canon now. It is canon. Hashtag six seasons in a movie. Like melancholia. <laughs> Here's the episode. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. They were holding it as a possible substitute if they couldn't work out parenthood negotiations. So if his theory holds true, then the parenthood renewal news should be coming at any time now. I I don't like the cancellation bear. I used he, to love the cancellation he bear. He only missed six predictions on a 96 this year. I Yes, but he's a dick about it. And it's not like a funny dick. He used to be that. See, but, now, but now he's more like a... You don't like all the like making fun of all the people who have the Save Your Show campaigns? Like... Yes. See, I enjoy it. No, I, I enjoy it to an extent, but it becomes mean when he starts going after the people after, mm-hmm. like, like they mean... Like, some fans engage with him and just yeah. go, you know what, you're probably right, show will be canceled, but mm-hmm. I'm still a fan, I'm going to try. Yeah. And then he will personally go out of his way weeks later and start prodding them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just bullying. And I don't I don't like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, the girl but, from Trophy Wife called him out for it. Like, yeah, I saw. Yeah, and, I, and, and Grant, she was wrong, and the show got canceled. Right. And, 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 and yes, he was right, and sometimes it is funny where he goes, trophy like, wife, young, bear yeah. chow, young. Yeah. I like, that's what I'm saying, I like, I just yep. think that it is now to a point where I think the cancellation bear is too big for his cancellation britches. I disagree, I still really like him, mm. 
And I, I enjoyed where he was like, all you people who are celebrating about, we did it by saving Nashville, you're all deluded. And I'm like, you are right. They, the fan tweets have nothing to do with any. Fan, fan saving a show has worked maybe twice in history. It's just not a common thing. I, I think it's worked more than that, but we don't really see the true grasp of it. I don't think so. I re- I mean, maybe a couple other times, but Jericho, I say is arguable to fans actually affected the outcome. And what the about, original Star Trek in the 60s. What, uh, what about Futurama and Family Guy? Both shows. Those were DVD sales. That was money. That wasn't fan campaigns. That's fan support. But it's a totally uh, different thing. Yeah, it's right, not a petition. Right. It's, you're right. Yeah. So what you're saying is that if every single human being in the world, like they did apparently for Family Guy and Futurama, bought like every, like just bought season one of Enlisted, it could probably... Yeah, but it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. No. By the way, I think those, I think all three of those shows, the Lawrence Harmon shows, mm-hmm. or or the, I should say the Lawrence group, because Kevin Beagle doesn't right. do Enlisted with, he does it with Mike Royce from right. a certain age. I think all those shows would be fantastic on TBS. <laughs> they would. I, th- but I feel like of all the cancellation news that have come recently, the number one most likely show to be resurrected somewhere else, even though chances oh, are no. nothing will, um, the most likely show would be Community. Oh, yeah, totally. I, Hulu, Netflix, or Amazon, one of them needs to grab it. It does. For, and they only need to do one more season. You just have to fulfill the hashtag. I'm sorry. I know fan support doesn't mean shit. But NBC canceling it so close was a dick move. You just community is a cheap show. It got about the same range as Parks and Rec, which got picked up. You just give it one more. Announce it's a final season. I thought that that and Parks and Rec were well in terms of the older shows was Mm -hmm. like the highest rated comedies. No, NBC's Thursday night gets shitty ratings. They're horrible, but they keep them on because they don't have anything to replace it with. I I thought I heard someone that they for their comedies Mm -hmm. alone. That are older, mm-hmm. they're the the highest rated. No. Okay, because I know they're they, low rated compared to other things. But no, they're, they're not even the highest rated on NBC. They're just ha. They're just ah. The darkest timeline has. The prevailed. NBC has arguably not had a sitcom hit successful in ratings since The Office. About a boy got picked back up though. I know, and I was happy about that. I was very. Happy I was disappointed growing up. Fisher didn't either. That was one I of the bears they- six wrong predictions. He thought it was going to get picked yeah, up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, good. And then it got canned. And I was like, that's so sad. Now I'm looking at my TiVo and going, is it really worth it to watch all these episodes I haven't yet seen of Growing Up Fisher, Suburgatory, The Neighbors? Did Suburgatory Fisher get canceled today? Yeah. Because last night... No, when... yesterday. It got canceled oh, yesterday. Oh, I didn't see it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, jeez. So I was like, is it worth it? Probably, because I like the show. And I like The Neighbors. You guys can hate on it. Like, everybody can hate on it as much as it's they just want. No, it's just not it's my thing. It's got a charm. It's not my thing. I, I, uh, it took a while to grow on me, but the actors that play the aliens do such a good, solid job, comedy-wise. And it's kind of slapstick and goofy. Yeah. But they just nail the alienness of the parts. And the season finale last year that had Mark Hamill and George Takai was hilarious. Oh my god, Mark Hamill. Have you seen how he looks lately? Yes, I saw him on The Neighbors last spring. 
No, no, no. I'm talking about like right now. Dude looks uh, buff. I haven't seen him in the last year, but I mean, he's well, old, but he looks because of the Star Wars announcements. Yes, yeah. And oh. we got George Takai as our um, yes, pride in Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, he's I saw the Grand Marshal of the Parade. But I found something interesting today. This is, mm-hmm. I, I know. Bear with me. It's a Star Wars tidbit. But there's another nugget in this. I did not. I was not aware of. So. Mm-hmm. Do you know the concept of why how Lucas got Star Wars hence to keep it to himself, which was Fox, no one Fox had so little belief in Lucas mm-hmm. that when it came to the merchandising rights, aka the actual IP, yeah, that they were like, yeah, this is gonna like we only like the new the new people involved were like, yeah, this is gonna bomb. You can have anything you want, just take all of it. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, it became huge. Lucas made millions right. off of merchandising, right? So he, oh, so technically, Fox just distributed the films. Mm-hmm. I did not know this though. I thought that Indiana Jones was a character created at Lucasfilm and with Spielberg and Lucas for Paramount. Mm-hmm. Lucasfilm owned Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Mm-hmm. Well, who technically owns who technically owns Lucasfilm at this point? Not George Lucas. Disney. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Apparently, part of the reason why the contract talks for the original three took so long is because originally, the original three Carrie Fisher, Mark mm-hmm. Hamill, and Han Solo's uh, you know Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford were just supporting characters, like mm-hmm. barely in the movie at all. But apparently Harrison Ford, J.J. Uh, Abrams was like, well, that's just not acceptable. You've got to have the original J.J.'s nice. Right. But he well, goes, no, just then you got C-3PO, Anthony Daniels, R2-D2, what's that, Kenny Baker? Kenny Baker. Chewbacca, Peter Kenny Mayhew. Mayhew. Yes. Um, so, right. but, the only person that was left out, of uh, course, uh, Billy, Billy D. Williams, Williams who was yeah. just on Glee last week. So your consolation prize is you have a role on Glee with only like two lines. And you were kicked out of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Poor Billy D. Williams. That's Poor, episode... No, no. Episode eight. Poor, episode eight. Poor Calrissian. Uh, he I, couldn't. He, he he betrayed his best friend. Yeah. He tried to make it up by blowing up the Death Star, and he's still getting it with Lando. Lando, I I swear though, Lando's gonna be one of those characters that pops up in episode eight or nine. They don't need him for the trilogy, but he'll just but, show up. But fan wise, you have to give him something about Lando for the fans. Yeah, he'll just show up. He's like, hey guys, I'm. You already blew it all. <laughs> no, because JJ won't make it no. a comedy, but that would be hilarious. That would be. That's a fan. There should be. You, you remember uh, when they did the Doctor Who 50th? There was the online half hour of the other doctors yes, trying to get that involved. Would be fantastic. They should do for the DVD that would a 20 awesome. minute Billy D. Williams like trying to get into, trying to get into, into Star, Star Wars. Wars. Well, the, the thing though that I was the nugget, the, the point of me bringing up Star Wars was not only because I'm, I'm actually excited that it could be good again to watch a Star well, Wars movie. JJ, so yes, well, they will be good, right? But apparently, Ford's bargaining chip was uh, you're, JJ wants to put me in the movie more. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that, except I want more money. Now, right? But then he goes, wild card. I'll take a pay cut of the more money if you guarantee me an Indiana Jones movie. And nice. Disney said yes. Well, they were already talking about a new Indiana, so right. that just like solidified the deal. But, uh, but yes, so appar- I didn't hear that. Was this officially announced? I, okay, uh, okay. Apparently, it was hidden in an Entertainment Weekly article. Right. I was reading Any Cool News today, and, uh-huh. and they, it, there's a it, and I'll I'll send the I'll, I'll include the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But it's a link of Harrison Ford, pretty much holding a blaster, it's like an outtake photo for publicity set where he's holding the blaster from the head, going like, "Oh, I'm going to shoot myself." Mm-hmm. And then underneath it's the news Which story. Which Entertainment Weekly? Do um, you know? No, I didn't know. It was a link. It had a link to the site on there. It said I haven't read the last two yet, so it's probably one of these two. 
But apparently uh, Disney got uh, distribution rights to handle Indiana Jones if they wanted to, and apparently that was uh, Ford's big thing. Is that he wants that? This has the Goonies sequel stuff in it. Oh, um, so excited for that, but you didn't like the game. Yeah, but, but it see, was okay. Yes, but in your defense, though, you also saw it. You didn't see it when you were growing up. Star Wars, page twenty-four. It's probably this one. Yep. I would like to point out real quick to the listeners of the podcast of the two of us. Yes. I wish they could see us because one of us has respect for our listening audience and decides they need to dress professionally. So what you're saying is you're like fucking Sam Raimi. Every day you come to the podcast and it's high. And we've never talked about it before after all these never, episodes. After all, these but I've years, always worn yes. a full suit. No, you know what? I've always thought Just about kidding. that too. If I ever went to, um, uh, I always thought about this. If, if we won the lottery, we talked about that before many times. But if mm-hmm. I ever bought like an office space, there would be part of me that would want to come dressed up. Oh no, I would every wear day. jeans and t-shirt. Well, the thing is, no, no, logistically, though, I would like, oh fuck that. I'm just gonna wear jeans or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. I want. Hell, I wear comfy pants. Yeah, because that's how fucking classy I am. <laughs> I wear my, like, you know... Well, maybe if we could afford suits that fit us like suits are supposed to, like a good, good suit, then, yes, we would wear them just for the hell of it. Yeah. Well, apparently Sam Raimi, though, does that in all his movies, though, uh, which I didn't know ever after the success of Evil Dead. I think think it was in the middle of Evil Dead 2. Mm -hmm. He just woke up one day. He's like, you know what? If I want the cast and crew to think that I'm even though this is low budget if this is going to be professional mm-hmm. they're going to have to see me be professional and I'm going to be professional so he he started coming to work every day in a suit and tie and he's done it ever since and mm-hmm. apparently it, it, a lot of people are sort of surprised by that and I'm like you know uh, it's sort of cool I don't I, I don't think I could do that every day though because like really it's fucking tie I don't know Harrison Ford, um, in this Entertainment Weekly article, as recently as 2008, called Han Solo dumb as a stump, and he more than once lamented that Solo wasn't killed off in earlier films because he disdained the character Yes, and was annoyed by those who did not. I don't. I haven't seen anything about the Indiana in here yet, but but they, no, have, they, have, a link, they have a link Must to the be, article. Say it's. I, don't I didn't know. read that article. I just. Read I'm the not sitting and reading article. the article cover to cover. I no, just, right, right, right. But yeah. I, I will put that in the show notes. But they, okay. they, they they had a link to the Entertainment Weekly article. I, I believe you. That, no. I believe you. I was just trying to like. Oh yeah, did I, I wanted have, to see it. Right. I wanted to see if there was any other details in it. Oh yeah, so yeah. I, I oh, well. thought that was really cool though, because I was like, well, "That's new." I've never heard anything about Indiana Jones and the whole Star Wars Lucasfilm. No, but that's thing. awesome. Yeah, because then we could get it's like X Men First Class Two. It's like First Class was great. No, no, right, but the new X Men First it's technically First Class Two is really their way. The Days of, of Futures Past. Yes, it's their way of fixing the fuck up that was X Men Three and Wolverine ah. Origins. Well, by the way, they announced, I think, the other day... It's not announced, let me rephrase it. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman publicly said it, that if they can get... They're going to try to do the Wolverine and X-Men Apocalypse, Days of Apocalypse, okay. and shoot it back-to-back. If so, he would do both movies. Wolverine 2, and then, like, yeah. X-Men First Class 3, basically? Right. That's almost like a whole Marvel franchise of their own. Well, they're trying... See, that's the thing. Fox is now trying to do that. But they and need so more standalones, not so, just the Wolverine. And by the way... And I so, still haven't seen the Wolverine. So, uh, Spider-Man was not good. Was it? I it, it, heard it, that it was not good. Like, it, But it was, Entertainment it, Weekly said it was not the worst Spider-Man film ever made. Oh, no, God. That still goes to Spider-Man 3. No, no. Worse than that. 
There was one earlier than oh, the, the, current the run. Japanese one. No, no. Let me. That one's. Hang on one second. I, oh I my. just threw that away today. Oh it's what? In the recycle bin, so it's not in trash. No, right. But uh, no, there was an older Spider-Man movie that they were ca- saying was the worst Spider-Man ever. And wait till you see the picture of the costume. And they said it's worse than Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two, and worse than. Um, Sam Raimi. There you go. The worst Spidey movie ever made. It's uh, 1977's The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, God, yeah. That is absolutely... Oh, okay, I remember that now. And if you read all the little reasons why, it's more than just the bad costume. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, you can't see it. It's, it's um, check bad. it out in the Entertainment Weekly from like three weeks ago. It is the one with uh, orange is the new black or- on the cover. On the cover, yeah. Wow. Peter Parker destroy into uh, the effects. FX guy. What if we shoot him crying on the ground and then put a photo of a house behind him so it looks like he's climbing up it? Director sounds great. <laughs> and also, like he has a Spider-Man belt that looks so bad. Would you like anything? Oh, uh, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. Sure. No, okay, the problem with the new movie is is that it has so much potential to be amazing. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. I know, I saw and that you said the death scene did not deliver. Well, it did and didn't. Emotionally. So like, well, so, like, I'm watching it, right, and mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I, and, like, during the movie, she just goes, she, I, I was, I was crying during it, mm-hmm. but I realized it was only because it was panel for panel, it it reminded me of the comic book itself. See, I never read the comic, but I, I'm excited for the movie. And Sarah, 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 Sarah I, the thing is, I do want to see it again so I can sit there and go, you know what? I want to see it again after I saw it once and get a better view of it. But, like, technically, the Electro storyline is. Do you remember Batman Forever with the Riddler? Of course. Okay, remember how in that the Riddler was like. I don't hate you, Batman, but you mm-hmm. just keep getting in the way. And you know what? Let's you know what? Riddle me this. Let's have a game. He, he makes mm-hmm. a game out of it, and then he goes. He keeps defeating my riddles, and I want to get him. That's the, like yeah. This one is he's obsessed with Spider Man. He loves him. He thinks mm-hmm. he's great. And then of course a series of pathos occurs where he goes. You know he tells the police, "Don't shoot him." I'm right. trying to talk him down. And of course someone goes off, and then he blames Spider Man for it. But there's still that question of. You, did you do this? Like, he's questioning Spider-Man, and then next time you see him, 20 minutes later in the movie, it's the clip from the trailer. He's like, I want to live in a world without Spider-Man. I'm going, so you love him, but now you hate him. I don't... My brain died a little bit. Your brain died? I, I, I wanted to do a Lewis Black fucking... I got the, what the fuck just happened here? See, Lewis Black's giving me Columbus. I did. I'm going to see Eddie Izzard oh. on the 27th and whatever region that you're listening to. Did it. you see um, Jim Gaffigan's recent new Comedy Central special? It's huge. Um, no, no, did you no, watch no, no, it? The, no, the one on Netflix? or is it? Is no, it... no, on Comedy Central that aired like two weeks ago. I don't know if it was on Netflix before. Well, no, apparently there's one right now that's it, it's huge and it's selling really well. Well, the, the, But maybe he did another it, one on... It was an hour-long Comedy Central aired like two weeks ago maybe yeah. and we sat down and watched it and I seriously had to hit pause and sit and wait at least six times for my wife to stop laughing because I thought she was going to die oh like my. have an aneurysm because she was dying that much she uh, isn't she doesn't follow stamp comics that much yeah. but last year it occurred to me that she might enjoy the hot pocket bits 
So I played some old Jim Gaffigan's for her, and she couldn't stop laughing, and she said this comedy special was better than the Hot Pocket stuff. Well, the, it was pretty damn funny. I saw the Mr. Universe one. No, this isn't Mr. Universe. No, no, no I know, but I'm okay. just saying, like, that one I thought was not a lot better than Hot Pockets. But no, was, yeah. There was, well, some of it called back to it, which he's like, did. like, you know, he's like, oh my god, he's doing that Hot Pocket. What is I don't like that. There was yeah, a I lot of food humor in the new one, but That's it wasn't Hot Pockets. That's though, really. I know. Is, is, is a lot of hu- food humor. But have you noticed, though, too, he's not a vulgar comic? No, he's, he's not. And this I, kid's obsessed is the new one. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's, that's really, really good. Apparently, he originally did that, like, did the Louis C.K. thing, where he mm. did it on iTunes, Netflix, and oh, then okay. sold it for, like, a few Well, bottles. now it's aired, and, and that's it's cool. awesome. You should definitely check it out if you haven't seen mm. it. It's really funny. I want to see it. And did you hear the, uh, they named Colbert's replacement within the last day? Uh, it's the guy who created uh, the Bernie Mac show. Yeah, Larry Wilmore. Larry Wilmore. He's been a Daily Show contributor for I think a see, long time. I don't know. Called how the would... Minority Report. I'm assuming report. It could be rapport, but I'm assuming it'll be report. I I don't uh, see. That's funny to me. Uh huh. That's actually really funny, and I like Larry Wilmore, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. When they were talking about who would replace Colbert. I personally was in favor of just expanding The Daily Show to an hour. Yeah. Um, I mean, he already does extended interviews all the time anyway. That's half of it. Uh, And I was looking at the correspondence, and I'm like, I don't know that any of the other current correspondents could carry a a four-night-a-week show. I mean, Colbert has such a character personality that you want somebody like that. But you can't just try to replace Colbert with the same thing, because nobody else would live no, up. Yeah. But now the more I'm thinking about Larry Wilmore and the Minority Report having a day to mull it over, I'm like, this could be really good. Oh, uh, yeah. And John Stewart created it and is executive producing it with Wilmore. So it's still within the Busboy Productions. Right, and I, I will say this, too. As someone who is a fan of uh, Wilmore's... Uh, like. He, he he started on the office, the U.S. office. It was a minor, very minor, minor in the early seasons. Ooh, and he I wrote a few episodes, him. too. Okay. So, and he was the co-creator of the Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. And I, the first, the first season. He another show, my, too, didn't he? I think so. But he's a really, he's a really good writer already with, on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for fictionalized. And then add that on top of the, for the bits and whatever as the leader. Now, is he going to create a character as well, or does no anyone know that yet? Or? They haven't announced the details. But yeah, I way, like I what he I does on The Daily Show, where he his persona on The Daily Show, whenever he comes on, and he's always senior black correspondent. You know, a lot of those, like, they change their titles all the time. He is almost always on there just as the senior black correspondent. And it's always like this put-upon, God, I'm tired of the racism talk, you know... Well, I don't know. I just really enjoy like the character that he presents. He's not angry like Lewis Black. He's not. Oh my god. He's not like excitable. He's more like, okay, John. What you know what I mean? I don't oh, know. that's awesome. I did not know that. That does actually make me excited. I still. So we'll I, see. I still like watch every episode of Craig Ferguson with just sadness, though. I I'm do so. Too. I am so broken up by that. Like it really. Oh, he did the PJs. Was the other show? Oh, that's right. With he the, wrote uh, one episode of The Office. Okay. Um, he G- wrote two episodes of Love Bites, which was a wonderful NBC show that got canceled way too early. Uh, three episodes of Sister Sister. Okay. One episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Good show. And five episodes of In Living Color. Did you know? 
that yes. uncle. I don't know. That uncle Phil was the voice of the original Shredder in the eighties cartoon. What? Wait, Uncle Phil. Oh, from yeah, James Avery, who passed away really? this last year. Yeah, because apparently uh, Rob Paulson uh, did a really loving tribute to him uh, on the show, and and I did not know that for the life of me. Mm. I didn't had no idea about that at all. I thought that was interesting. I but the Fresh Prince of Bill there, man, that was a good show. It was a quality show. I always like the bit with but are you still watching Fallon, any? Yeah, I I skim all the late night well, not all. I skim Fallon, Kimmel, um, Ferguson. Ferguson I watch the most of. Um, Conan and Seth Myers. I don't bother with Letterman or Craig Kilborn or Arsenio. Kilborn? He has a show now? He's had it for years. Craig Kilborn? Yeah, it's like a half an hour after... Where? What channel? Uh, is it NBC or CBS? It's after the Late Late Show. I want to say maybe NBC. Are you sure it's not Carson Daly? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because I, I, cause I get that he's a punchline when Ferguson lately has been doing his stuff. Uh-huh. Like he's been calling back Kilborn. Uh-huh. <coughs> Uh, I, I think you thing, might be right. It might be uh, because the last thing I know that Kilburn ever did was the movie Benchwarmers with Adam Sandler's group. Uh, not true. He has three IMDb credits after that. A 2007 movie called Full of It. Uh, one episode of the television series Chuck. Yeah, oh yeah, he played it. And guy. The Extendables, the 2014 movie, and his character in The Extendables. Wait for it. Is named Kilburn. The Extendables. What the. Um, what if all the expendable actors were rolled into one character and he was given the job to direct a movie? That's the tagline. Okay. Someone's taking the whole, hey, if, uh, if Sylvester Stallone can do it, then maybe other people can do it. So he has three credits post-Benchwarmers. Oh my god. But he only has nine credits total as an actor. Yes, I was thinking of Carson Daly. I apologize. No, no, it's okay. But like, I was like, but part of me was like, sometimes like you actually throw a weird fact out there and you're uh-huh. horribly right. Uh-huh. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is it on like IFC or some shit that well, I just don't know about? No. Or, or, no. I mean, fair? Chelsea's moving to Netflix. I don't like, I never liked Chelsea to begin with, so. I used to. It, I got tired of her real quick after watching a few episodes of her show. John Oliver has been doing excellent oh on my HBO. God. His bit with the uh, 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 the the death penalty cracks yes. me the fuck up because it's just like it's a valid point, sir. I and, and then he goes, and now I was promised a clip of little hamsters yeah. eating little, little burritos. Taco, taco, burritos yeah. yeah. No, I it, it seemed I wondered what his show would be like and I feel like those rare episodes of The Daily Show where John Stewart gets like Serious and does an extended ten minute rant on a single topic that he's really passionate about is what John Oliver is doing for the whole episode every week over well, on HBO. Pretty the, much. The thing is 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 unique, and, and this is just difference of our ages in terms mm-hmm. of uh, you missed the boat a little bit unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Was Dennis Miller's live mm-hmm. was one of my favorite talk shows, and it, this is back when he was. A, Hardcore Democrat, mm-hmm. but he was actually he tried to play it equal. Before, I listened to him on conservative talk radio for and, a and, while, and he's okay. Years ago, but and he started off when he started doing that. He started off actually trying to be fair to yeah. the middle, but conservative. Mm-hmm. But 
then he just went off the fucking deep end. Yeah. But but that's how he was when, yeah, he, was the, when he was doing when he was a hardcore Democrat. Mm-hmm. He was hardcore Democrat, and he would try to play fair. Like he would lam you know lampoon everybody, mm-hmm. but you could tell he would sort of lean towards. But his monologue would I don't know how he would fucking do it because Miller's whole shtick is. And maybe he did it on the conservative show too. I when I was listening to, it, he didn't really do it, which is it almost sounds like he's just stream of conscious vomit, word vomit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not like um um uh uh. It's where very precisely said, babe. You know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna come at you like this and like this. And oh yeah, you need to fuck that up. Well, why don't you go fuck this up some shit too? Because you know what, you're a fucking piece of shit for doing that. I mean, it's very perfectly. Oh real. no, Con- uh, conservative talk radio. No, no, um, no, I, I used to I just be very calm and laid back and just... Oh, no, see, that, but see, that, that was when he was angry and had something to say. Mm. And so, like, literally, every monologue would start off like a typical monologue. He makes them... It's all political jokes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, it's what he really wants to talk to you about. Yeah. And then, I mean, but it's very... It feels very slow, like, stream of conscious, but very precise and articulate. And it was... Fu- he did it every week, every Friday. Mm-hmm. And, it's your, and you were always blown away by it. Cause, and every once in a while, you could see where he fucked up a little bit. It was very rare when it happened, but it was live too. So that was the, and then he would have the guest down and do the whole. What do you think about Chechnya, baby? Yeah. Let, let's talk to you about Chechnya. And you're like, oh, Dana Carvey, it's 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 a pity gig. Oh yay! I, but no, I, it's heartbreaking now to see Dennis Mont live. He's like, oh, you're a conservative. I'm sad. It's a little sad. Damn. That's what I say. I wish they would put that on on HBO Go or something. Mm-hmm. If you could just watch like one or two episodes, you can go, and that was Dennis Miller in his prime. Which, which, technically is what John Oliver is doing a little bit, which is in what John Stewart does, but on a different level because it's the different show. Mm-hmm. But and also they have different personality types to go along with. No, of course. But I love Oliver. I love Oliver. I mean, he did a great job uh, oh, subbing yeah. for the Daily Show last summer. God, yeah. But now that he's got his own thing, I think he feels a little more freedom to be himself. Um, whereas on the Daily Show, it, it really was a character. It, not necessarily that it was a character, but that he was trying to keep to the spirit of what John does. He didn't want to depart from what oh, yeah. the other show was. Yeah. And that's completely fair, and he did an excellent job doing it. My favorite... But my, maybe maybe it's just because I'm getting tired. I, I want real, real responses. Mm-hmm. But my favorite episode that John Oliver did is when the power went out, mm-hmm. and he had no control over it. And oh, like, that and was good. All the bits, like literally, he, all so the bits good. were literally just him on the piece of paper looking up yeah. and reading, and then he had an interview... Uh, Sorkin, wasn't it? Sorkin. It yeah. was Sorkin. And Sorkin was like, I don't know how you're doing this right now. <laughs> like, and you're just going like, that's a real... That's why I don't like Conan much anymore. Like, I love yeah. Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I like this show. It's just not well, funny. Well, the problem is, is that he's he follows the fucking cue cards. Like, See, I my feel favorite like... bits is when he go, like when mm-hmm. he fucks up a joke, he goes off book, and he gets funny for a second, and then eh, I just goes, feel like there's an undertone of bitterness. You said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, no. Oliver, the power outage proved his chops. Like he was already being good. like, oh, everybody was like, yeah, he's doing a good job, and then the power went out, and you're like, man. Yeah. That would be tough for Stewart to do. That takes a consummate professional. I liked uh, uh, when was it one time because uh, you know Ferguson always goes up and taps the, the thing. It's a great day for America, everybody. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see that he tapped it and the glass slid off of the camera and shattered? Almost, no, like, I missed that. Almost cut him. Was that recently? No, 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 no. This was okay. like a, two years ago. But like, oh, then no. Yeah. Well, well, but as I'm saying, like yeah. he used to have. The whole place was falling apart. Like one time he was doing a monologue, and I was saying, and literally you could see a drop of water because it was raining outside, 
and it was there was a leak in the studio, Ugh. and CBS refused to fix it. And then he kept telling them about it. they wouldn't do anything. So they moved where he stands, and it started leaking over there. And during the taping, and he was like, "And that's why it's." A- Can you believe this? Do you believe this, Jeff? It's leaking. It's leaking. And then he just the rest of the monologue becomes about the leak. And like, but he put up with that for so long, and now the new studio doesn't do that. So it's no, not no. As... His new studio seems pretty stir. Even when he throws logs on the fake fireplace, oh they don't God. break anything. It's like uh, Jeff, you said I'm warming there. my testicle. I'm warming my testicle by the fake fire. He <laughs> says that. Oh, put a log on the fire. Yeah. He throws it against the wall. <laughs> my favorite part is it's like it starts off very gentle and crest, and then it becomes a full like bam because <laughs> he wants to. Well, he yeah. wants to break it. Right, but, but he, he hasn't yet. Well, no, he he was almost every day. And then finally they put something back there so he couldn't break it. So literally he back and he was like, huh, he picked it up, threw it again, it wouldn't break it. Then he took the spoke, like the uh, fire thing, and started poking, poking it. it. I remember and the poking. he did that. And then they got it so he came and do that. And so yeah. then he just would throw that again. So he's like, and we're done. <laughs> oh, man. But, but did you watch this week? The last two nights this week, he had this annoying old lady in the audience. And he talked to her both nights. For oh, extended I, period, and he and he was like, "Oh, I love this lady." And I'm like, "Why? She is so annoying." Oh, the girl that was originally from Cleveland, but yeah, with yeah, the, with she's there arm. with her husband and her daughter. I, I thought the I thought the opening bit was okay, but he does it. He did it last night again too. Yeah, uh, okay, because they came back. So he talked to them again and asked them how their dinner was that he sent them to and sent them to another dinner. He didn't spend as much time, I don't think, on the second night as the first, but okay. I was like... I well, did. the joke there probably is to make himself laugh was just like, this is the same taping, but you didn't go anywhere. No, 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 they're different clothes. Different really? Ones. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, they Yeah, well, they sure. said on the first one that they were going to... They had tickets they were coming back again the next night. I don't remember They that. mentioned that on the oh, night God. before. Because there have been other times, like... Uh, I think it was earlier this week that they had to bump a guest, or maybe it was last week, they had to bump a guest for time. They're like, don't worry, she agreed to come back Thursday. And I was, and he's like, and I just happened to be wearing the same tie as Thursday. And I was like, you totally just went ahead and taped it while she was there, and then put it in the other show. Oh yeah, he does that all the time. Like, if you, I've watched that for God. Five years now, mm-hmm. six, almost six years now. And he goes over with a guest, he doesn't worry, they just put it in a different episode. Or they'll record, like... Matter of fact, he also made a comment, I think, and he's like, uh, don't worry, I'll be wearing this tie in July. And, like, it's very... Because sometimes he will pre-record shows, like, months in advance when he's going on vacation. Ah. And so they'll have something there, like guests and whatever. And well, you can't do, like, a topical monologue. Or just but, do a new monologue. But, and then the but rest have the you show. noticed, though, he never does a topical monologue. He talks about some topical stuff sometimes. Rarely. Yeah. No, like, okay, so what happens is he records he probably... He does like to reference his other shows, though. Like, there's through lines over weeks, you know what I mean? Well, he does usually three recording days a week. Maybe four, if you're lucky. For five episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can all, sometimes always notice what audience is the same. Where he'll make a reference. He's like, this is totally this, this completely different audience, isn't it, Jeff? He's like, well, I don't know, Craig. And yeah. Mm. Also, the bits with the phone have been getting a little bit funnier. Weirder, fucking weirder. Well, the just... recently that every voice that calls ends up being Miriam trying to trick him. I know. <laughs> I, I, like, well, well the, what was the one where the Tom Hel- the guy from Harry Potter, Tom Helton, mm-hmm. Tom yeah. Milton, but he Milton. goes, uh, "Who do you think's going to call you on the phone?" He's like, "My mom." And, <laughs> and Port Josh Robert Thompson, who is fucking amazing at Jeff mm-hmm. the Robot. Uh-huh. He's he, the does all he the does all the voices. Too, I you, could, I, you, you know. He he took the next logical step, which is 
they're going to impersonate his mom. Oh yeah. And and you know, Craig. And, and I, you I, I swear sometimes I don't know that it's all pre-planned. I swear sometimes Craig just fucks with them on the spot and wants them to come up with something. No, it really is. They it, don't pre-plan it, no, that. No. Because he, the whole show always has an air that he's winging it, but I don't really believe he's winging it all the time. I like the times that they do wing it mm. or that they don't wing it. It usually ends up not being good, and they quickly move on to something else. Like, okay. that, like uh, another reason why I, I know this is because he talks about it in the book, mm. and then Josh records a podcast called Poking Around, or mm. I think it's called something else now, or Driving Me Crazy. I mean, it's had multiple names. Like literally, he would drive to the studio or drive home from the studio, and he'd record a podcast because LA traffic is horrible, and he'd mm-hmm. be stuck in his car. Mm. And he'd talk about that one bit doing that. It was not planned at all. We, matter of fact, here's how it works. I come in, I say, "Hey, Craig, how was your day last day? It was good. I did this. Great. All right, I'll see you out there." And that's that's literally. Or sometimes they might come in and say, "We might talk about this on the show today." Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's think, and that's it. I think it was really funny. I think it was last night's episode where. Um, Craig was like, somebody wrote, they were doing tweets and emails, and somebody wrote, Dear Craig, do you ever talk to anybody from the old country in the phone rings? So he's like, Who is this? He's like, It's Bill from the, the old country. country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How have you been? And it was very much like a, I'm trying to make this up as I go, but I'm faltering a little bit, it. which oh, actually yeah. really, really worked well. Oh, God, I love that. I, I, I see, I, I, he has not come back to Columbus in years. And, I've and been watching. His show all the way up until he starts the interviews lately. I man, I, and see, I love the interviews too because sometimes they go I know, really. But I don't have time. Matter of fact, uh, to watch I, the whole show if, every day. If it's still in your, if it's still in your box, you like political stuff. Mm-hmm. Watch the interview uh, with I can't the girl from CNN, Najines, whatever. Uh-huh. It it's good. Well, that's what was last night's. It's not my recycle bin. It's from earlier this week. I think it's Tuesday. Or yeah, last, last, it's last night's. It's not the recycle Damn. bin. Man, well, I've been running ninety nine percent full for two months. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, if, yeah. if it's someone that you seem generally interested yeah. in, like, like you're like, oh, like yeah. you like them, and I'll stop and watch a few minutes at pieces. No, you got to watch. But the whole I just thing. don't have time. But to be fair, like Kimmel you, and Conan, unless they have a, a bit or a sketch, I fast forward through the whole show. I don't no, watch I know. any of it. I know. I'm just saying, like, you know? imagine it, 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 there is no, there is no rules when he like sometimes like mm-hmm. in the middle, middle of the conversation he will just change gears and. Go, let's play therapy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about your darkest sexual secret. And it's just he just the goes interviews off on that. that I've watched of him, I've enjoyed. I just it's just it's too much. It's too it's just like I've, I it's too much. I don't have time to watch that every day. Oh, the woes of, of Jerome Wetzel. Are you? The, I the am so behind critic. on so much. I know. I have done much better with the cable shows this spring and winter, which has made me fall behind on the all the broadcast shows. Have, have you been watching Fargo update? Oh, yes. Okay. I've been watching Fargo on Saturday for the following week. Like, last Saturday, yeah. I pulled up episode four online, well, and I already have episode five. And I just, if I had been home this afternoon, I would have well, already watched I, it. I had, I, I have it too. Well, I had acquired... Last uh, week was Billy Bob's best. Oh my god. Well, I love the whole thing where he calls the guy up on the phone. Well, the thing is, I told my dad about because I acquired the first four episodes like before the, the pilot, mm-hmm. and did I, I did, and uh, <laughs> uh, I watched all of them in a row, yes. and I thought it would be one of those things where I have to force myself through because I like the pilot, mm-hmm. but lately, I, if I'm not in the mood to watch a show, it will sit on my DVR or whatever, so I was mm-hmm. afraid that, like, oh my god, this link I have is going to go expired, I won't yeah. be able to watch the shows. So I watched all of them, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing, and I just kept yeah. watching, and then I was like, I told my dad, um... 
who lately is harder for me to get him to watch good shows mm-hmm. uh, now, um, unless he finds them, which he doesn't. Uh, and so I, I told him, I was like, you really got it, because, you know, I'm not, yeah. a, I know you're not a fan of Billy Bob Thorne, but like, dude's good. Tom oh Hanks' kid's in it, it's good. Carradine's in it, it's good, he's good. Yep. Everyone in this is good. You need to really fucking watch this. And and he loves it. And I, as a matter of fact, it was more of a, you gotta see the part where this happens. And yeah. he goes, well, don't, I was like, it's not really a spoiler, no. because some other shit happens. Right. And then he, I was like, wait till you get to Martin Freeman in the jail cell. And he goes, well, that's a spoiler. I was like, not really. No. <laughs> and then when he watched, he's like, he's a dumb shit. I was like, the thing is, I was watching that movie, well, I was watching the show, right? And the last one that aired. And he gets arrested, so he punches right. the cop, so he'll right. get, get away. And I thought that bar fight was a real fight. No, no, and you until, 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 until you see the look on their faces when they say Freeman, because they're coming in, and I'm like, ah, oh, coincidence. And then you see them look at Freeman, I'm like, not no, a coincidence. No, they know exactly what was going on. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing too. And I feel, I feel a lot better because sometimes I, I will just, just uh, suspend disbelief long enough in mm-hmm. a show or even a movie, no matter what it is, animated, not animated, yeah. whatever, that I will believe whatever's going on for a second, and I'll it, the movie will fool me or the show will fool me. Yeah. Usually that doesn't happen with you. And even though I know the trope will be happening, I get wrapped up in it. You mm-hmm. usually do not. The fact that you did not makes me feel way better because I'm watching, I'm going... Oh, of course, of course. And no. Like, no, right? And I'm like, Jesus! I did. I thought that was a real coincidence. Fight because yes. they do that. They do that fight at the diner. They did it so convincing, right? Yes. And so I was like, Oh, no! I totally until I saw the look on their. As soon as you see the look on their face, though, when they see Freeman, oh, yeah. you know oh, it was planned, right. right? And that was just so good. It was so, so good. good. I cannot. And I, I love where they're going with Colin Hanks and his love interest and his daughter. Yes. I did not see any of that mix coming, but it's been really uh, satisfying. Yeah, I, I, I'm intrigued where the end game for that is, and I, I feel it's going to end in tragedy. It, it always could. does. It could, but they, well, I hope it they could be the three that have the happy ending, you know? I, hope, I sincerely hope family. so. I also like, too, that, it, it, I mean, it could be wrong, but they pretty much alluded to that her father, who runs mm-hmm. the diner, is the cop that screwed up the thing in Omaha. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. uh, it was. it's now pretty much all but implied. Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool. Then I mean, yeah, I, mean, I want more of Carradine. I'm hoping he'll have an increased role. As the, I think he will because I think as it goes, she'll revive him as the father. Did you love when he brought the milkshakes and he's like, "I put bourbon in one of them," and, and she's like, "He's joking." And then she sipped hers and she's like, "He's not joking. <laughs> he's not joking." <laughs> I enjoyed that I, immensely. Oh, I, but I, that's a, it's I those mean, little touches, and there's so many in every it, episode. It truly is a fantastic show, though. Like. And Oliver Platt, he is Ugh. always really good. Yeah. Kate Walsh. Kate Walsh is... Uh, mm. I didn't think she'd blah, come blah, back blah, after blah, the first blah. one, but... Well, we haven't seen too much of her, but that one where she does show up Well, is... Martin Freeman went to her house. Yeah. Man. It makes me... And I love... Whenever we're at her house, though, I'm always watching what's going on out the window in the background, because her kids um, are getting into some shit. They're shooting each other in the ass with arrows or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh my god! You just watch the background. I, I but I, but yeah, you're right. Last episode was Billy Bob Thorne's. Oh, when he got arrested, I could not believe that. I know. Like I was like, how did he get arrested so early? This is going to screw it up. And the way he played it, and the fact that they could call because they're not going to go actually show a picture. They just call, and his alibi checks out because it's not really his alibi; it's somebody else. But I love that he had all that planned. Right, and then and then I also love the whole thing too, where he calls his stooge. Mm-hmm. You know, he's blackmailing to help him. Yeah, and he just goes, uh, "Is like who else?" He's, he's being hypothetical. Yeah. He's like, 
Who else knows that you're there? Well, my mother. Do I sound like your mother? <laughs> that just cracked me the fuck up. But Oliver Platt's, I mean, I, I didn't see where that storyline was coming mm-hmm. into, and the flashback for that was really yeah. cool. Which, that ties into the original movie, right? Where they find the the, the pick of money in the snow, don't oh. they? I don't remember that. I thought, or at one point, that was the whole thing, is that the guys dig the money in the snow, and they, as a marker, they leave that, but it snows over, so they can't find I it. I did not remember that. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't remember. That's the thing honest. is, I haven't seen Fargo in probably 10, 15 years. I saw it like two months ago, but I don't remember that. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, no, but Fargo's fantastic. I really... I, the shows I'm keeping up with on a weekly basis, that, Hannibal... Which is awesome, and I'm so glad it got renewed. I was, yeah. I was slightly worried because people kept calling it on the bubble, but on the other hand, it's financed by like ten different countries or more, so it's like it's really cheap for NBC. Come on, that's almost a no. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, and then I've, I'm a little bit behind in Grey's and Good Wife, but I'm working on it because Good Wife has been fantastic. Oh my god! Like it's always been good, but this season just really kicked it up even. And Michael J. Fox was in the last episode I saw taking over Will's job. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh man, they need to go ahead and lock him down next season full time. I've heard murmurs that they're trying to. Well, say he was in the last. I know he was contracted for at least four episodes at the end of the season mm-hmm. um, and I love his character and I love where they're going and I have a feeling it's going to be a big finale and I've kept up with Mar- Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. weekly which was another bubble show um, which I was excited to hear was renewed but I was even more shocked to hear there's a second Marvel show next year because this one was barely renewed Agent, Car- Agent Carter Marvel's Agent Carter Set in the forties, so we get the beginning of Shield and the end of Shield at the same time. Right, which is neat. Well, here's the thing, though i I think okay, as a Marvel fan, here you can't have you cannot have Shield in some in, in some way. You know, yes, I think Coulson will be the birth of the new Shield, or it will eventually come there, down. To that. Eventually, but there's no rush. No, 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 no rush. No, no, no. I, I uh, do you think? I felt like in this week's episode there were hints that. Um, Ward has a heart, and that in the end he might try to get back on the team. Do you think that's where they're going with it? You really think so? Okay, here, if if it was, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought they were killing off um, Garrett this week, and they didn't. And they revealed that he was Deathlock, the original Deathlock. Right, and what they had, that last scene with uh, Toma, Pentecost, or whatever from Battlestar and Dollhouse, was fantastic. Yeah. I. My my thoughts on on that is is this, which is if it was me mm-hmm. and knowing we didn't actually believe in in consequences, he might draw the consequences out a little bit. Yeah. But in terms of television, he believes in consequences. I would say realistically, how it would go down is that he really does look as Garrett Ward does. I should say, right. he looks at Garrett as a father figure. So if they kill Garrett, which they probably will, yeah. What will happen? Oh, is, Garrett's totally gonna die next. Oh week. no, totally, totally. But he will. He will. Become, I think, the big bad of season two. Ward will. I. It could go two ways. He'll they'll kill Garrett, and he he won't have a hand in it. Mm-hmm. It'll be so he won't do the Darth Vader or the Snape sacrifice, uh-huh. as I like to call it, the Darth Vader Snape move. It won't be that. It will be literally they kill Garrett, and then he becomes a big bad on the run to get revenge on them. See, I want to see. He will die in season two. I want to see Ward stay firmly in the bad guy category. I feel like they're starting to set up a possible return to the team for him, and I do not want that. Because it was so neat 
that they did this departure. And if Joss Whedon was not involved, I guarantee you they would get Ward back on the team next year. But because Joss is involved, I'm trying to have faith that this is going to be something different and right. unique. Well, that's what I'm saying. The other way would be the the obvious way, which you just said, which is he gets back on the team, which I really don't... I'm not I don't want to see that. Like, I don't. I, I want to... Now... I, do, I like the actor, and he doesn't need to leave the show. They can do other things with him. Yeah. But to just put him back on the team... Now, I wouldn't mind maybe not where he's a good guy, but maybe where it have, like, Fitz is just still corrupted by the fact that, even though he mm-hmm. tried to kill him again... That he would sometimes reach out to Ward, and Ward tries to get back on the Ward good side. didn't try to kill Fitzsimmons. He gave them an out. I know he told Garrett that he took care of it. Well, so okay. he gave oh, them I have an a out. question for you. Yes. Who killed the dog? Ward or Garrett? I, I thought assumed it was Ward. No, Ward let the dog go. Uh, so that's that's what I thought. Yeah. We were having a discussion about this at work the other day. I don't think the dog died. No, the dog did die because the sniper rifle scope is what you see at the end. Oh, the dog, because yeah. he goes boom like that, the dog runs away, and finally right. you hear a... And the, you see the dog running, and then you hear... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that had to be Garrett, because Ward let him go. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, so. and no, and the way they didn't fall that far into the water, and the water cushioned the blow, I guarantee you, Ward... Or, or maybe, or did he really inject... I remember there are two or three hatches like that. Did he yeah. inject which one? No, oh, no, I think he ejected them, but I don't think they're dead, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. They're fine. In the hatch. Also, the reveal that Sky is a possibly alien baby monster waiting to yeah. just go. But I'm, the thing is, the, the Marvel fan of me is just going through like, who the fuck is she? Maybe she's somebody new and original. That would be neat. That would be that would be pretty cool. But I like that when they first introduced Sky, and then they started to talk about she has some like, oh, who's her parents? I was like, eh, is this going to be good? But the more you find out about her, the more interesting she gets. Yes, I I'm really. I'm really interested. And I loved Colson and May uh, little team up this week because they've been <laughs> on the outs and they we just needed to see them. Oh wait, do you know that, that May in real life the actress is like a fucking huge geek nerd? No, but like for how for some reason it doesn't surprise me. For the past two years, she or actually I think for the last three to four years, I'm, on her Twitter feed she mm-hmm. posts her Halloween costumes and she always goes as Princess Leia. Mm. And I'm talking about every iteration of Princess Leia. Slave Leia? Oh <laughs> my god. She is hot. She May is, is hot. like I, I, I no I, no offense to Asian women, uh-huh. I'm not usually attracted to you. I'm attracted <laughs> to like she looked fucking hot. See, uh, Craig Ferguson, I think it was Craig Ferguson had uh, Elizabeth Hedstrid on this week. Or not what Elizabeth, what's her name? He plays uh, Simmons. I haven't watched that episode yet. Maybe that was last night's. <laughs> No, well, that's the thing is I'm 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 like two episodes behind. There's one episode earlier in the week that I skipped over. I'm oh, of Craig. Okay, of I was going to say you're not behind on Marvel. Oh no 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 no. no. But have you seen the? Pan I've been Carter caught up on. Mar- I let Marvel slip after the mid season finale because it was starting to get like a little bit. And then after so- we saw Captain America, but at, we well, like- I caught up before Captain America. But after the Captain America stuff, I was really disappointed they killed off Patton Oswald, and oh I felt God, like I he already knew. What Ward was up to, so it didn't make sense that he fell for it. No, I that know. was the one glaring flaw in recent weeks. That yeah, and, and it made me sad too because Pan Oswald to me is such a great actor. He is. He should be in. And he should. Well, he be, is he in should, everything. He should, but he should be in Marvel's Agents of Shield. He as now, the thing though, I'm. Intrigued. I still keep wondering if Victoria is not so alive. But Victoria Ward Hannon? quickly, Ward clearly killed her. But for weeks after, I was like, maybe she's. But here's still the thing: alive. I'm confused on. 
the guy who played the smoke monster. Uh, remember, he was uh, he was he was the one that fought Deathlock and got I think got his kidney broke kidney and spine broken or whatever. And okay. He, yeah, he was the one that watches over the 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 box or whatever mm-hmm. the group of people in the in the bo- box I can't remember the, name the refrigerator or the fridge the fridge that's yeah it. yeah was he actually Hydra too is that why Deathlock didn't kill him I don't know I that's the only part I'm a little confused on because everyone else in that group except for Hand was I, Hydra I know they don't they're keeping the TV show kind of its own thing but I feel like Agents of Shield has the potential to build up into a major movie plot. And I would like to see it happen. Oh, me too. I want to see that group like play a part in one of the future movies. I the, the thing that makes me the thing that makes me very happy mm-hmm. is that the guy who plays Dum Dum Dugan. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Dum Dum Dugan is? No. Probably not. He's the guy in the bowler hat. Okay. And you've seen the actor. Oh, do you remember the movie Tin Man? Uh, the you, TV movie is that guy was Zooey. Yeah, yeah, the guy who played the Tin Man. Yeah. That's Dum Dum Dugan, the guy in the Neil, bowler hat. Yes, um, he's buffed up with the handle. That's him. Oh, Neil so McDonough? They, yes. You so know, they, I like Neil McDonough. You know, I do too, but they got a good name actor for Dum Dum Dugan, and everyone From goes... the first Captain America. And, the, and a little bit of the second. He's or, no, second. not the second one. He's in the, the Agent Carter uh, short. Oh, okay. I, haven't, I didn't see the Agent Carter short. It's really good. I've seen some Bradley of the Whitford's shorts. in it. I've seen some of the shorts. I haven't seen that one. Um, so is he going to be in the new series? I hope so. I mean, he's fine with TV. He did a season or two of Desperate Housewives. But, that, but that's why I think that one of the reasons why they got him mm-hmm. is that they can do stuff with him because he, Dum Dum Dugan and Nick Fury are like the top two heads. Now it's it's Dum Dum, Nick Fury, and Maria Hill. Yeah. And Victoria Hand. Oh, Keith, well, I think Victoria's dead. But no, 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 keep right. Maria Hill around. I but, mean, but I'm talking about in terms yeah. of the, the comic books. Yeah. So, like, in the original days, the Howling Commandos was Nick Fury. His second command was Dum Dum Dugan. And then when years, like, when the Defenders and all mm-hmm. that came into being, it was all about... If it Is wasn't the Fury, the it Netflix? Was, that's going to be the Netflix, Netflix was doing? One. Yes. Okay. I don't think Daredevil should be a part of that. That's my he opinion. He is. Low. Well... I know, but he was never in my... I don't remember him ever being a defender. Uh, uh, Iron Fist... No, no, I know. Yeah. I, but... Um, I'm they just, needed one superhero that people knew who it was. Eh, no. Well, but... I, oh, the one thing I really liked a lot, though, it was in, in uh, Iron Man... Or not Iron Man, Captain America. Mm-hmm. They... Uh, one of the targets is Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, Doctor Strange is the shit. Fantastic Four, right? No. No. That's... Oh. No. Fantastic Four... Doctor Strange is... You know how Thor is Asgardian magic? Yes. This is like fucking straight up demon astral plane magic. Okay. He's that side. And he's a scientist. Mm. He's, a, he's a surgeon slash scientist. So who, in the, that story, I don't know how they're going to fucking spin it now, which is he's a world-class surgeon. He's a dick asshole kind of guy, kind of like Tony. Mm. But, but when he gets his hands destroyed... He's, I think he tries to sell his soul or try to find a way to cure his hands or do something else, and he becomes like a mystic arts master. And then he realizes that there's no joy in life, good or bad, magician or not, whatever, if you're a dick all the time. So he becomes a better guy, but he becomes the mystic of the arts guru. And, of course, that deals with demons and all kinds of fun stuff and mind reading and your psyche and feng shui and shit like that and... I it, I think it's it could it could be pretty cool. Pretty much any time anyone has something they can't like, even Iron Man does like I don't know what to go with this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's go see Doctor Strange. Maybe he has some kind of weird fucked up spell to get me out of this. But I thought that was pretty cool. It's like Stephen Strange. He's one of the targets uh, as a possible threat. I was like, yeah. Oh, Phase yeah, Three, yeah. Phase Three. 
I'm so excited. And then, then you, then you, and then you hear about DC, and then you just sort of go, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like Affleck, your TV. Look, I don't have nothing against Affleck, and I think he can play the shark at Jaws. He, I think Yo. with a good, I think with a good role, he he can really, he really probably could if you give the dude a shot, and you don't. I fucking, feel like if they gave him a good Batman film, he would make a good Batman. Will this be a good Batman? Film? That's the question. If yeah. if this fails, it won't be Affleck's fault. Is all I'm saying. No, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And you know what? In the darkest timeline, which this apparently it seems to be, mm-hmm. it will probably it will probably it will definitely not be his fault, and it will probably be a bad movie because also Zack Snyder got announced to do the Justice League movie. And I'm like, really? You're putting that many eggs? Who's going to play Green Lantern? Are they going to They did confirm that. No. Oh, 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 just... Damn it, you fucker! <laughs> it's like, it's like. Meanwhile, Nick's dreams are kind of like Brian Reynolds going to come back. No. And Seth Rogen's coming back as Green Lantern. No, what the fuck? No, <laughs> that's Green Hornet. That's not even the same universe. Not even. They're both DC. No, Hornet's not DC. I don't think so. Unless they, Hornet unless, and unless they were both DC. Unless they bought the rights, I don't think they own the rights. I could. What's what is uh, Hornet then? I think Hornet is like one of those old like Tales of the Crypt. It was like its own. It wasn't I mean, Marvel. You or have DC? it. You can check it. I haven't quick. watched it yet. No, just check the back of the cover. You, you can see the Marvel or DC logo. Is what I'm saying. Oh, see, Lantern's like DC, it. right? Lantern's DC, yeah, because oh. that's how Jordan and, and what's it called? But I need. I haven't watched either one. I need to watch them. Oh, I feel bad if you watch Green Lantern. I have them both in three. I thought Green Hornet was actually like, mildly entertaining. I'm really upset that well, I got the three D copies. Well, it was right. the first, but the extended Green Lantern is not three D. It's only the theatrical release, so I'd have to watch it twice. Oh uh, yeah. Um, where would it say? You just hear that. Sony, Columbia Pictures. It starts me real quick. I can tell you right now. If, if it's Sony Blu-ray, it's not. Um, I haven't watched Wolverine yet either. I need to do that. That is fucking amazing movie. A lot of people hate it. I'm finding out some people hate it. I'm like, uh... And Man of Steel. And Jurassic Park 3D. Okay, I I think this was like just a general, like... Just its own thing. It's kind of like The Shadow. Uh Uh-huh. Remember without... Well, maybe not. It's not a great movie. But it's an old comic book character and radio play character that was its... Oh, okay, there you go. (laughs) I didn't want to throw it and make a loud noise. But well, I, I I was more concerned about our listeners caring ah. than than because I don't really care. Here, I'll just let's throw shit everywhere. No, no, I know, I know you're. My wife will kill us. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I need to catch up on my superhero movies. I still haven't seen the third Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah, yeah. You're really just missing Bane. Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt, right? And yeah, uh, yeah, love it. Yeah, you're missing love it. I mean, I love Love It. I love Love It. That's alliteration. It is. I like alliteration. Alliteration's my friend, but... Do we want to talk about canceled shows and stuff, or...? Um, well, I think we talked about the good ones. <laughs> I'm really disappointed Almost Human got canceled, even though I expected it. I All the J.J. Watch. shows got canceled. Yeah, they did. J.J.'s lost his touch, apparently. Well, I, also, I don't think J.J., let's be honest, gives a fuck anymore. No, he he's, just produces. He's busy with other projects. Yeah, he just goes, here, uh, let me here's some money. My, here's some money. But I will say, though, Person of Interest is fucking amazing. Um, I keep... I need to watch it. Oh, my God. 
Because Finch's whole thing, or, uh, Ben Linus, because uh, I call it the Ben and Jesus. I know. I love, well, it's so funny. Because it really is, it's like Ben and Jesus, just teaming up together for laughs. Um, uh, did you finally watch the first season, or no? No. Oh, you have it, though, so you yes, could watch it. Okay. I could. Yeah. I watched, like, eight episodes, I think. The one character, he's appalled by violence, even mm-hmm. though Reese does the... But he never... He maims people. He doesn't kill them. Okay. It got to the point where this, he faked his own death, you find out, to mm-hmm. protect his girlfriend. So she thinks he's dead. He's been alive the whole time, and this other group that creates another computer that one day they want to use for mm-hmm. evil purposes and you know, contract killings and all that stuff... Yeah. They hunt down three targets. It's Reese, Sarasahi, and, and Harold. But the only way they they know how to get the other two, no one knows how to get to Harold. So they go, who did Harold used to know? Well, they check out the girl. Mm-hmm. Well, so it gets to the point where they Finch knows how to go around all the cameras. He hunts the dude down. Was it the Jesus down? And mm-hmm. Sam goes, uh, Mr. Reese, I'm, you're going. I'm going to turn myself in, but you're going to promise me one thing at, for the trade off for her for for me. If they harm one hair on your head, I want you to murder all of them. And he's like, are you sure we can really create a plan? He's like, no, no, no. But just promise me. He's like, I, I promise, Finch. And he's like, so, but, and then it sort of ends. I'm not going to say if he murders everybody or not. But it's really fucking intense. Because that character never fucking says anything. As a matter of fact, he'll let them get shot for trying to do something else that's not what he thinks they should do. Like, it's, and also... You can never go wrong with the lovely Amy Acker, who is now a full-time cast member. Which, yeah. Which makes... Which I was really happy to see her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. For one brief episode. Yeah, but they say she'll probably come back off and on here and there, because she is the she cellist. She is the one true love. She can, a person of interest. She's she's a lead, but not the lead. Like, she, like her character's fucking nuts, so she'll just randomly disappear for two episodes, and then you find out what she's been doing for those two episodes, which she, she's working with... like. Oh, that's their thing. That was sort of gross too. The bad guys, because they know she has. She put in a. Uh, she has a Bluetooth in her ear all the time mm-hmm. with computers talking to her. Well, uh, and then she got it installed. Well, then uh, Marilyn Camp- Manaheim is the, the big bad of the season, sort of. She takes a knife and cuts out her her her, her ear. No, yeah. So literally, she's like, "I'm sorry, Harold. I can't hear you in this ear anymore." And her ear is like all disfigured and cut up. So then, one of the things is she disappears for like two episodes. She's off getting a very special, like a brand new, never only been tested two times device that replaces hearing eardrums and gets it installed into her ear. So when she comes back, she goes, I can hear you now, Harold. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> but it's cool. I don't know. I think it's really fucking cool. I'm really excited for the finale, I have a, which I think comes up next week. And Big Bang Theory. Did you watch Big Bang Theory? Not yet. Not this week. I'm only one week behind, though. Is this the only one I haven't seen? Oh, We're just busy. It's really yeah. I know. No, I, I, I yeah. It's, it's only that one. We've been current. It's, it's good. Okay. It's really good. New girl had a good finale. I had not seen that yet. Mindy Project had a good. finale Oh, did finale. you hear he got picked up for uh, as a full time yeah. cast member? Yeah, coach Damon Wayne Jr. Well, I remember his other pilot a, fell through. I know there was a debate of well, are they going to keep coach around or not? Well, no, because he had another pilot, but it didn't end up happening. Didn't go anywhere. So. They get, as, Smile as soon as, TV guy. as soon as he was a free agent, I they locked him down. I stopped watching Indie Project. When they... the, the season two finale 
felt very much like a series finale because I think they weren't sure they were going to get picked up, but I'm so pretty Kern, sure they did. Kern, what's his name got together? Danny. Yeah. But it was very much like a lot of the episode was a straight "you've got mail" ripoff, but then they tossed in a little affair to remember and a little sleepless in Seattle like references. So it felt like a romantic comedy. Typical Which is thing. what the pilot was saying. Like she wished her life. Well, of course, anyway. that's what it is. Uh, that's yeah. always been her thing, and so it, she ended up with Danny at the end of this. Like, the, like he pretended to be somebody else that she met in the subway with like those misconnections things and started like emailing her all the time but it was him and he was like gonna have her meet him at the Empire State Building but then he overheard her saying that uh, something about oh, I'm so glad we're friends and we ended up dating because we shouldn't have ever tried to date to Danny and so he doesn't show up on the Empire State Building and she gets really like fucked up from it but then the co-workers find out Morgan finds out and then everybody finds out that Danny was the one behind it and like force him to like make up for it and then so he sets another meeting at the top of the Empire State Building, and he's like, I will wait there all night whether you show up or not. And Mindy doesn't want to go because she's pissed at him for lying to her and stuff. Yeah. And all of the coworkers convince Mindy to go. And they're all so happy, and they're going to a bar to get a drink because Mindy's run off to go to the Empire State. And they're like, oh, good, they're going to be together. And as they walk down the street, they see Danny eating a slice of pizza. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I waited for like an hour to just show up. He was in the night that they said, like, he'd wait all night. And so they're like, well, you gotta get up there. So, of course, he does. But oh it was like, God. it was just one of those things. Because I, I, I like the act. I like they, the like, actor. ripped off You've Got Mail so much. Like, so even some of the things he was typing was directly from You've Got Mail. The I Ching. The, did he do that? That bit? It's like, it's the, the Godfather. It's the I Ching. No, but there were still, like, just overt, obviously, oh, reference. because, uh, you know what, though? It was good. It was good, Stuff. As a guy, I do think You've Got Mail is a solid oh, movie. Oh, it's an awesome movie. It's a solid movie. It's a great movie. And 24 is back, which is my adrenaline junkie fix. I feel like I got my crack cocaine I'd been missing. Oh, by the way, did I don't watch Saturday Night Live, but did you see the Beyonce, the, the Beyonce, Beyonce, uh, the Beyonce? Not yet, but I heard Beyonce, about it. The Beyonce, where apparently he shows up, him and, him and Chloe show up, and... Mm-hmm. They're like, what song did you not like? And it's like, yeah. he's like, where, 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 no, where do I go from here, Jack? And he goes like, to the left, to the left, everywhere you go, with the box on the left. And he goes, I, I actually like that song. Well, that's the only song we like too, but we said we didn't like anything else. And they both get killed. And you're like, oh! And, they, oh! and the thing is, when the guys finally capture Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. they go, all right, put your hand, put your, put up your, your, your hands. And so he puts up and he's like, now put your left hand on your side like this. <laughs> and, then, and then he cuts to him and he goes now do uh uh oh uh oh and then he shows him to do it like <laughs> all of them start doing it it was it was really funny I I was right really, yeah Awkward's back it feels like um, no, it feels Community like Season 4 without Dan Harmon yeah I I I want, it, missing Lauren, it's like missing. I want to get her on the show, and I know she mm-hmm. probably she'll probably be very reply saying, you know what, it was just time for me to move on because that's what she says everywhere else. I would like to just yeah. But if you've been watching her on Twitter, she's not like happy and supportive of its continuation. Oh no, I know. You know, it, but I, I would like, and not that not that I fault her for that at I would, all. I, no, of course not. I would like to. But, I would love to just ask her, like, mm-hmm. you know, if she would be willing to just say like, hey. But yeah, I mean, awkward. It's yeah. just the elements are still in place, but it's lacking that depth and magic that she brought it, to it. No, it does. It feels it feels a little off. And matter of fact, that's when I'm letting build up. Because the first two episodes just did not 
No, it sucks now. If, yeah, it feels off. And, I don't and you know, I championed it. that for a while. No, I got, I mean, dude, you got me into it. Yep. And it, not just back, you, other people too. No, I know yeah. the first three, and I got other people. I got yeah. other people into it, and the, at least you could just watch the first three seasons and pretend it didn't go any further, and be like, "This was a good ending." That's what I do sometimes on other shows. I know, like Lee. No, no, <laughs> no. That would have been no. I don't even do that with that show. That it that that I mean that I the mean, office that fumbled no no the office I ignored a few seasons and then I come back to the finale and go the finale was good <laughs> because it fucked up everything else in between for like a season and a half. But uh, Scrubs, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Scrubs was good all the yeah, way through. It's that's run. what I'm saying. Not Scrubs Med School, which is still part of Scrubs. But it's not. It's technically a different show. Really? Because I thought they built it as just an extra subtitle. Kind of like this season of Archer was Archer Vice, but it was still Archer. No, see, no, that's Archer. That's, that's them being Archer creative. Vice was fantastic. It's Archer. Yeah, it's, but it was it's, fantastic. It's Archer Vice is the name of the season. I know. Okay. But it was but, So it's really, it's Archer season whatever, Archer Vice. Yeah. Is what it is. It's not like Scrub season nine, Scrub's mm. med school. I know. I'm sure they probably do that for DVD six, but when Bill Lawrence did the whole show and everything, he's like, you know, it's a completely different show. Yeah. I mean. It, it was. It's Scrub's med school. It, which, by the way, I have not been watching Sirens. Oh, it's good. I watched the whole season. I watched like a one or it's two episodes, over. and it's but, hysterical. Yeah. I've not watched Suits either. I'm so behind on Suits. Oh, Suits was good. I, I I've heard Suits was always good. No, why? I know, and it breaks my. Well, it was one of those ones where because we got new cable boxes, mm. forgot to tape it. I so. enjoyed. Um, you know, Yvonne Shrosky is major on Twenty Four this season now. She's like, and she was great on that. But the same Louis. night that Twenty Four premiered, she's on Louie. And I was like, oh. that was one. I mean, that was a fantastic. I mean, it. The I Louis was so premiere glad it was two felt hours. like it was back to form. Yes. Uh, for the the two half hours, yeah, the hour, and I guess every the next seven weeks, it's always going to be an hour. But he said the first three episodes are standalone, similar to the first three seasons, and then there's a six parter, a three parter, and a two parter. So next, this wow. coming week, in a couple of days, which I think your listeners, it will have already happened. Yeah. It'll be a standalone episode and then part one of a six-part story. So, and from, I didn't watch it yet, but on the screener I got, it said not to refer to a certain scene by what happens, but you can say it's scary. So whatever this part one of the six-part is, there's something that's actually like scary in it, which worries me a little bit, but I have confidence that Louie's going to make something really excellent. Saturday Night Live just did a best of their shorts recently on yeah. the, the primetime, and I was re-watching some of the shorts that I hadn't seen, and they sh- brought back the, um, for that that I'd forgotten about, Louis C.K. doing Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. And I love the, the jokes, the way they told it. It was just such a good... If you haven't seen it, YouTube, the Louis C.K. Lincoln sketch. Because it's the show Louis, but as Lincoln. President Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln and it's fantastic. Louis, gonna die. And they kept that in the theme song, that line, which of course means something different. No, right. What, what I... Uh- when the shows were coming back, I was getting excited for it. Yeah. And I would just start humming the song. I would yeah. sing the song, and, and my girlfriend would be like, that's so morbid. I was like, what, what's the real worst thing? I was like, Louie, Louie, you're going to die? I told, so Morgan had already seen a number of episodes and enjoyed the show, and I was like, <coughs> and I told her those lyrics because she wasn't paying attention, and she's like, that doesn't say that. So I had to prove it to her, and she's like, 
does say that. Ooh, you going with that, huh? Yeah. But maybe that's how the show will end. But no, it's I maybe love he that dies show. in Pam Adlin's arms. That won't happen. That won't happen. She's running off the show. So she could do... Well, uh, she's not written off. She's just not in recent episodes. I think he... I, There's no know, continuity. I think he did that, though, so she can focus not on on-screen on stuff, right. but she can focus on voice acting, but and also she can vo- focus on being a producer and helping him write the script. But he doesn't worry about continuity, so he could bring her back at any time. I know. I know, but... Like, I, in one episode, his sister showed up, and that was his only... In another episode, he said he didn't have any sisters. It's just... there. It's Each thing is its own thing. I do... Do you ever watch Comedians in the Car getting coffee? No, we watched the first episode and found it boring, although it was just renewed for like three more seasons. It's really... Okay, it depends on the person you watch. The first one was Larry David! Oh, that was good! It sucked! It was boring! Watch the one with Louis C.K. And watch the one with Patton Oswalt. Those are really good. But the one with Louis C.K., though, he tells tells a story... Of a lovely lady? Who was who gave birth to two girls? Okay, and they became his children, and the children <laughs> grew up. So see how I how I spun what you did I like there. It. Thank you. I tried to distract you, and you just pushed on. No, yeah, I did. So the kids apparently he buys a boat. He knows nothing about boating. Okay, he gets on the boat, and apparently his first time he's ever on the boat, the boat gets stuck in mud in the in, in on the in the harbor, and literally like people are, are like. They're trying to give him food. The harbor people are trying to give him food, but they don't know how to do it, so they're trying to toss a rope or whatever. And it, it's literally, it's like a day and a half experience. Like, he's afraid he won't be able to feed his kids on the boat because he wasn't prepared or something like that. And he's freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, comedian Louis C.K., worst, worst, worst father ever. Also, you know, horrible human being. Also, he's not really that funny. And he dies at sea with his two girls. And it's not even at sea. It's in a lake in New York. And... And then finally, uh, he's having dinner like a week or so later after his girls, mm-hmm. after the whole thing. And the story of how he gets saved is pretty funny, too. Uh-huh. But when he's telling the story at the end of it, he goes, uh, so I I want to take my girls back out on the boat again, but it's like, oh, he, but I know they, 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 they must have been traumatizing for them. You know, their first mm-hmm. experience on the boat in the water, that happened. And so I'm having dinner with my girls, and I go, so... I just want you to know that I'm really sorry that that happened. Sorry for what, Daddy? Well, for the whole the whole thing with the book. No, that was actually a lot of fun. We want to go again. <laughs> so he's like, that doesn't happen all the time what we experience. People just don't randomly give us food and come save us. That, that's not like a normal day on the boat. So I, I do know justice to the story, of course, but um, it's really good. I was just checking to see if we had news on Parenthood yet. We do not. But TV Line's Performer of the Week is Danny from The Mindy Project. For the finale. He's a great actor. And that episode was he, a good way to he, feature him. He is also... He's good at playing dicks that with a heart of gold or or just plain assholes with a sliver of hope. Mm-hmm. And he's also good at playing good dudes, too. But, like, in uh, Newsroom, he plays an asshole with some sl- sliver of decency occasionally. But mostly he's a dick. Um, which I really... Yeah, no, I, I love him in the newsroom. Oh, and I'm sad it, that this is going to be its final season. season. Yeah. But I'm so sad Crazy Ones got cancelled. It did get officially cancelled? Yeah. And uh, the finale was so good. I mean, the whole thing was good. Bad Teacher got cancelled. Who cares? Friends yeah. with Better Lives. Bad Teacher pissed me off. I hated it so much. Okay, here's the thing that pissed me off about Bad Teacher, besides it being a bad show. 
and its portrayal of the educational system and the sure. unrealistic things that can never happen. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So I, I'm gonna be honest. I only got ten minutes into it and I turned it off. So I don't blame you. If I wasn't reviewing it, I would have not even lasted right. that long. So Ryan uh, Hansen, the guy who plays the the I love him. N- Hold on, let me finish. Dick from Veronica Mars. Yes. He, every time I've seen him in any other role, mm-hmm. uh, he plays the rich, good-looking, but some heart of gold, but sort of stupid yeah. guy. And this is the first time I see he plays a, a more of a better dude. And it was nice because he was well. He's still a little raunchy, a little bit because that's how the Jason Segel role was in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was depressing because. Oh my god, he's doing something a little different. He's acting a little different than he in any other role I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. But it's in a shitty show. This breaks my heart for many reasons. And then every clip I see of it, he he does a decent job doing the performance. And then I'm like, oh, but you're in Bad Teacher. Makes me sad. Yeah, I have no sympathy that that show got canceled. I'm excited about his web series that's going to be on CWC yes. this summer. I'm um, doing the like trying to the relaunch Veronica Mars. Yeah. Oh, did you see there's a Murphy Brown retrospective tonight where they reunite, unite, reunite the cast members and discuss the show? On mm. Encore Classic. No, I did not. In honor of Mother's Day. And the BBC America's In the Flesh returns tonight. I should have already watched it, but I have not. Have you seen... Are you, are you going to review Penny Dreadful? Yeah, I already wrote a review of the pilot. Oh. Yay or nay? Um, yay? Yay? Yeah. It's uh okay. Can I can I get that an official? Can I get that official? I, I, I want that mm-hmm. to be the official quote of the. Of yeah. When you link it, like <laughs> you yeah. need to announce. And, and and you also need a picture of and this is probably very racially stereotypical, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. But you need a picture of possibly someone Jewish sort of shrugging their hands, going, eh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, that's how that yeah. came up. Right? No, I understand. Uh, it's a very slow moving show. Okay. Um, they don't even introduce half of the main characters in the first episode. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because it's... Billy Piper's not in the first episode. Um, and two of the other main characters aren't in the first episode. They're... Basically, they introduce five of the eight main characters, I think, in hour Josh one. Josh Hartnett? Yeah, they introduce him. Okay. Um, yeah, it's... It feels to me... You, have you ever read, like, Dracula or one of those monster stories oh, yeah, that really were stylish. actually written in that era? Yeah. It's like that, where it's very stylistic. Uh, and it sets a tone more with direction and deliberate shots than, like, scary things happening. And there is a couple of scary things that happen in the first episode. But it's very much a, um, just, like, there's a scene where Eva, what's her name, from Casino Royale, it has a deck of tarot cards. And the way she, like, slowly spills them out over the table, I think says exactly everything about the direction and tone and style of the show. It's just a certain way. And this, by the time this podcast airs, it will have already aired, right? episode two, right? Uh-huh. Well, the, episode the, one airs tomorrow. Okay. Oh, when we're recording this. Okay, yeah. So, the, the yeah. episode one will have already aired. Oh, right. Okay. So, the, yeah, the first episode is more about, like, bringing the characters together slowly and introducing the, like, initial mystery concept but they don't make any progress on it because you're just getting to understand what it is. Like, Timothy Dalton and Eva Green... Eva... Eva I think it's Eva Green. Mm-hmm. Um, they recruit Josh Hartnett, who's an American, and used to be rich, but now is like in this traveling Wild West show. They recruit him to help them track down this missing girl. And this is what's introduced. And then they also need some help with 
um, examining a dead corpse, so they go to Dr. Frankenstein and ask for his assistance. And then they bring in... There's a fifth main character. I don't remember. But anyway, so they just start down this path. And then at the end of the episode, we actually get a big scene of Frankenstein bringing his monster to life. But that's at the end of the episode. It's more... The rest of the hour is just setting up the show. And I don't know if the monster is really going to play a part so much. I don't... Fascinating. I don't think the monster is a main character, actually. Um, But they... Toss that in, so if you're watching for those types of things. I wonder, because Universal owns the right to Dracula, or Frankenstein's monster, well, to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do the version that everyone knows... There's no Dracula and no Wolfman in this episode. There are some creatures that look feel vampiric, um, but they're not established firmly to be vampires, and they might be something different that are just similar to vampires, I'm not sure. Well, because that would be my thing, is I wonder if Universal has anything to do with that. Because I think the 100th anniversary of some of those properties are coming up, and I heard mm-hmm. they wanted to do something. So we have to have, like, Wolfman and Va- Dracula in this. Yeah. I mean, well, I, if Dracula if, was officially canceled, if, so... If Oh, yes, it was. With Jonathan Rice Myers. Yeah, I, but see, the logical now is, too, wasn't that produced, like, by three other countries, too? I think it was, but not nearly as many as Hannibal. I see. Okay. Yeah, so, excuse me, so it was a cheap show. You sounded like, that was like a mouse. That was a hiccup. That was like a... Um, yeah. Yeah, that yep. was a cheap yep. show, but it, not cheap enough yep. to be renewed. Fair enough. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good, I think that, so that was, was think, a long episode. I think. Yeah, I think. I think so. I think can be done good. All right. Oh, we've gone longer. Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the fuck is that?